so many times, babe, where I think like, I wish Raul could do this, or I wish he could be this way. And you're not, but I'm not, I'm, I'm projecting what I need to do. We're all projecting. Do. We're all projecting. And that, that's yeah. the key about relationship. I, I and said I this, still do that. I, I, I said this yesterday in your, in your mastermind call, in your, in your Queen's Corner call, like we are expecting our partner to be our better half. This is Vivian Velasquez. And this is Raul Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. Welcome to a weekly podcast, Got Money and Purpose, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host. That's right. So excited to be here with you, my love. My name is Vivian Velasquez. And I'm Raul Velasquez. So this week, we're going to talk about connection. We're going to talk about making change. We're going to talk about making shit happen. Whoa. Where did that come from? I didn't know we were talking about that. Talking about a lot of things. So if you're watching us fine. for the first time, just make sure you uh, you join us and uh, you connect with us. If you're watching us through Facebook, make sure you comment. Let us know where you're watching us from. We're going to be monitoring the, the comment section. If you listen to us in uh, iTunes or Spotify for the first time, definitely give us a review. Let us know how we're doing. And if you're watching this in Vivian's YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you comment. Make sure you share this video. Thank you. I know I always forget to say about that stuff. Like... Um, the team does such an amazing job of putting the content out there. So if you're not listening to it, please go and, and let us know how we're doing. And then also share your questions. I think like what we love the most is to have questions and to have this interaction. And I know like we get a lot of um, messages after, but this is a great platform for us to interact. And if you're listening to this, I just, you know, I always say this, like Raul and I have been married and we stand for marriages, we stand for relationships and not to say that we are in, a, you know, like we're talking about perfection, not at all. Like we have our challenges, we have things that happen because that's always going to happen in a relationship. The key is like, how do we work around it and how do we continue to work in the relationship lovingly and respectfully? I was talking to a, to a client today and, and you know, we had, get a lot of um, feedback from our, our clients who, uh, who listen to us. So shout out to every single one of you guys who, yes, thank who you. work with us. Shout out to, uh, to the Next Level Brotherhood and to your <laughs> Queen's Corner yes. tribe. Yes. And because they always give us insights about our conversations. I believe yes. uh, our, our clients are our biggest teachers. You know, I grow as- Our as, relationships as are our greatest teachers. Don't you think yeah, that? Well, like, we grow right? together. You know, yeah. we grow together. I was talking to a client today and um, uh, we, were, we were coaching. And, um, you know, he was telling me, Raul, two weeks ago, he, he broke up with his relationship. Um, he has a, a, a child with, with a woman. And it was like, this one's driving me crazy. You know, I can't be with her. So he, you know, he broke up with her and it's been off and on for a while. Oh, yeah. yep. So um, today he was like, I have some news for you. I want to share this with you. So he said, I had this huge breakthrough. Like, you know, I realized that I, I can't live without her. And he went over the weekend, bought her an engagement ring. Oh my bought her, goodness. Bought her flowers, <laughs> bought everything. And, and he, he went to the house, delivered, you know, the, the, uh, the news. She wasn't there, but he left her a note. She wrote a poem and he went all out, right? Oh. And you know, expectations that we have, like, okay, now Did he have magically, right, it's, everything is gonna come back? together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reality is different. It's like yeah. the reality is like she's like, you know, I can't do this. Come pick up your, your ring. Like come pick pick it up because I can't oh like we were goodness. we just broke up. We were you know, we were going to war with each other. Now you throw me this bomb, like it's is so confusing. It's confusing, you yeah, know. So, so I was coaching him through it. I said, like, you know, take it as an opportunity for you to to conquer 
her love because sometimes we feel like we are entitled to love just because we have a child or we have a relationship or we've been married for 20 plus years, right? Right. And the deal that you and I have is, you know, we have to continue to work on a relationship. We have to continue yeah. to to fall in love with each other again because we're not guaranteed. Like somebody could we're come not. tomorrow, swap you of your feet and same thing with me. So then we have to continue to ha keep that in mind that just because you've been married for a long time, nothing is guaranteed. Right. And then also another thing that we have this is a commitment that we have to each other is that when we forget what, you know, when we forget our commitments, that we're there to remind each other about that. And, you know, and, and that's the part that I love about our relationship because often we forget. We forget like how to love. We forget how to communicate. And it's so easy for us to go back to our old patterns. And I, you know, like that's the conversations kind of that I've had this whole week. It's like we go back so quickly and it's, it's, you know, you got to be easy on yourself and be gentle on yourself and, and come back and have this commitment to like remind yourself. I feel so bad for him, though, because in his mind, he probably thinks like, OK, I am showing up. I'm going to have this ring. I'm, you know, set all these things up. But it's like, how do you how do you think that that's going to work out if you haven't cleaned the space for what happened just well, that before. Was, that, was, that was part of the coaching. Part of the coaching right? was, number one is own your shit. Responsibility. Right? You have to own your shit. Even if she, she might be crazy, she might be, yeah. you know, but they, yesterday we're talking with your, with your tribe, right? How the feminine energy needs a container. You know, we complain, yeah. men complain about my woman is crazy, she's over the place, she doesn't know how to make decisions. Well, that's the feminine energy. But yeah. the feminine energy needs a container, needs the masculine energy to hold this space right. so they could actually... See, okay, I'm being appreciated. I'm being loved. I'm I'm allowed to be this crazy woman mm -hmm. that is that it that shines through it. Right. So I told him, I said, this is gonna be a good thing because now you know that just because you could buy her ring doesn't mean that okay, all of a sudden she's gonna th throw herself into your arms. Right, but the good now thing you have is to that earn her love. Right, but the good thing is that he had this realization that you know you often ask the man, like, is this something in the relationship? And this is a really beautiful question when you are in a relationship. Could you live without that person? Mm -hmm. Are you? Well, that's you know, what like, he realized. Right? Like, realized I, I that he, lo he loves her. He doesn't want to live without her. That's awesome. And, and the key thing is... Is he willing is, to do what it takes? Well, the key thing is living with no regrets. Yeah. Because he was actually in a, in a call with one of our coaches. And the coach asked him, if she will die tomorrow in a car accident, will you regret not fighting for her? And that was the thing for him. Like, no, I don't want to live in regret. Yeah. I want to try to do everything in my power to make the relationship work. And if it doesn't work... You know, I, at least I tried. At least I, I played the game. Yeah. I'm not taking myself out of the game before I even have a chance. That's awesome. We'll pray for him. Yeah. So it, that's that's part that's part of relationships. That's part of the game. You know, <laughs> and that's it, I, I smile and when I was coaching him, I was smiling because I said, business. Every time we talk about our business, it's so easy. Like we know what to do. We need to, we know how to create the marketing piece, the sales piece, the branding piece. But when it comes to relationship. It's kind yeah. of like, okay, I hope this shit works. Well, I'm going to try this. I and I, I'm going to try that. So it's always, the relationship part is is what sometimes we get stuck on. But then, you know, one of the things I told him, I said, if you treat your relationship like you treat your business, you know, how would you do it? He said, now you have a customer that you want to get the business from the customer, wow the customer. And now it's up to you to continue to market to the customer, yeah. to seduce the customer, to be able to to connect with you. And I love that because I think, you know, so many men fall into that uh, rut of 
getting all the significance from their work, from their job. And it's just so fulfilling, right? And then when it comes to relationship, you're just like, okay, I don't even want to deal with it right now. I'm just, I've had all the significance. I have all this appreciation and I feel so good that when I come home, I just don't even want to deal with what's happening there. And that's where we drop the ball. And it's, I, I would say just men in relationship in general, when you get home, you're just like, you know, I'll give you my, my breadcrumbs instead of the whole pie. Yeah, and that's what one of the questions I want I to should, talk about, in this, about in, this, uh, in this podcast is, you know, somebody sent me a message through um, to social media and asked us to cover this uh, in this podcast, which is how do I get my partner to change if they're not willing to change? And so that, and that's a common, common theme that I hear all the time. If she changes, then things will be different. Or if he changes, things will be different. Yeah, and then I also think like that kind of happened to us, but it's like, you know, like why is it that when you start changing, then the other person automatically has to start changing too? And and I think that's maybe like that's this expectation that we have. It's like, oh, okay, because now I'm changing. I wish my partner would be at the same level. And it doesn't work that way. You know, not it never really works that way. I think I think relationships we go through stages, just like in business, we go through stages, right? Right. At the beginning of every business, you are excited about your product. You're excited about your business. You wanna share with everybody else, right? You wanna right. whatever you're selling something. I remember when I my first business that I had, I mean, I think I was selling T-shirts. I was so excited about my T-shirts that I wanted to sell to everyone, right? <laughs> and then when I got into real estate, I was so excited about real estate. I you sold to real estate to everybody, right? Yeah, you did. But, You're a great salesman. But, you know, with everything, the excitement, the energy is what's contagious, okay. right? Yeah. So in a relationship, when you become stale, like like in a business, become you become stale or comfortable, Stagnant, yeah. there's no more excitement. Right. There's no more fire, right? But then something happens, something has to give, something has to change, which is the market shifts or the relationship. You realize that you're losing her, you're losing him. Yeah. So the first step to change is pain. Mm -hmm. The first thing that happens and if you want your marriage to change is you have to face the pain. You have to face the music. Yeah. You have to face the realization that, okay, things are not going to get any better yeah. unless I do something about it, right? But then yeah. the person does something about it, and then we automatically think that the other person or partner is going to be is going to be on on board, but they may not have the same pain. They may not be ready That's to it. face the pain. Yeah, they may be comfortable being where they are in that neutral place. Or if they are in pain, if they are experiencing pain, sometimes for women, like we keep it to ourselves because asking for help, it's it's embarrassing you know, asking for help or asking like, it's almost like it's humiliating, you know, in a sense, because it's it, it's telling you that that you need someone else to, to help you with this problem. And it's, it's something that maybe like we need to, you know, just take that out of our mind and think that if we're asking for help from someone else, whether it's a coach or your spouse, it's not from a place of degrading. Well, well why is it so, like, so let's, let's talk about that because I think that is relatable to people who listen to us. Yeah, I, I see a lot of men who are in, into personal development, who yeah. are into growth, who are into like, I want to get better, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I see their wives resisting that, right? Right. And I also see the other side because you you coach women who are like are into personal development. Right. They're into getting themselves better. And then you have men, the We're partner who resists. So, you know, I've come to realize that sometimes when one person wants to change, the other person resists change, right? right. Very rare that we see 
Both, both people like, like, okay, I'm yeah. going to go to the next level. You let's, know, let's, let's when we, hold hands. When we started the next level experience, our, our hope was that, man, we opened this up for men and women, for couples to actually, you know, get their shit together together, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But we realized that it doesn't always work that way. I know, but it wasn't like that for us. Like when, when you started your growth cycle, like it wasn't, it wasn't my timing. And I think, you know, one of the best things that you did for me is allow me my time. And I talk about that all the time. It's like timing is everything. And for me, it was like, you know, I felt like, well, I, I am in this, com whether it's painful or not, like I'm in this comfortable place and this is all I know. And it's scary to do something else. It's, it's, it's like this place of fear of like, what if I fail, if I try to do something more, something, you know, just what's the, whatever the next level is, what if I fail at that next level? I'd rather stay here and be comfortable. And, and I think that's where a lot of women are. It's like, I'd rather not go there and I'd rather not grow. Sometimes we think that way. I mean, and, and here's what I, I look back at our experience and the, pain point that we had is that we knew that we were not satisfied. We we're not happy where we were. Right. We we're not in pain. It wasn't, it wasn't it was like, just comfortable. It, it, we were comfortable being in pain. It was a neutral what, pain. What shift was when I started seeing what's possible, what other people could, other couples, other businessmen. Mm -hmm. So I think that the reason that most people don't want to change and want to refuse to change because what would happen if they actually change? Yes. You know, then you have a different story to tell yourself. You have a different situation then because well, the reality is that we are around other people that they buy into our bullshit. Right. And then also, Raul, here's the thing, like the the responsibility that it takes when you change, sometimes that's a lot. You know, like for me, that's how it was for me. Like when I used to like at the beginning, like I've been doing this for, for a couple of years now, right? Like the evolving into this new version of myself. But when I started to see at the very beginning of the responsibility that it was going to take, and I know you used to tell me that all the time, like how amazing I was and how I could lead women and how we're going to change marriages. And I, I knew that like that seed was there, but it's like the responsibility that it was going to take for me to really be that person hmm. scared me, it scared me until and I talk about this with my queens now, like I step in this place of truth. I have stepped into this place of truth, believing what you planted, what God planted in my heart. And it's like my my head and my heart had this perfect alignment. And now it's like, oh, now it makes sense. Because you were open to it. You were ready for it. So so now- it, But at it, the beginning I wasn't. So, so looking at the framework of what needs to happen to have to have change, the first thing is you have to have pain, right? Pain right. is enough a realization, pain. pain. Enough pain if, to get you to the next if, level. If you look at the story that I told you at the beginning with my, with my client, he, he, he broke up with his, his, his girlfriend. Now it's total pain. Now yeah. the second step to change is the realization that you could do something about the pain, that there's other options. Right. Because if you only have one option, which is stay in pain, mm -hmm. then you're stuck, right? right? If you have two options, then you have a dilemma. You know, do I do this or do that? Mm -hmm. Your job is to have multiple options. Create a third option, a fourth option, right? Yeah, yeah. And how do we create options? Number one is perspective. Get around other people that have that. That, yeah. that have you know other stories. Yeah. Second is look at history, who in the past has conquered your situation, and the third is start looking at what, who do you need to become in order for you to have those options. And know that that takes a little bit of time, and it takes it takes belief because it, it's kind of like. People could tell you that, but if you don't believe that in your heart, then change doesn't happen. 
in relationships and business in anything. Like if you truly don't believe that, then it doesn't happen. As much as you know, your partner, your lover, your husband, your wife may want that for you. Cause I know it was like that in our relationship. Like you wanted that for me and you believe that all the time. But if, it, if I don't believe it, then how can I, how can it change? And, and we have to start thinking about how do we break the chain of conditioning? Yes. Because we are repeating the patterns from our parents, from our, the people who raised us, yes. the culture. And then one of the things that is part of breaking the pattern is creating a new belief system. Mm-hmm. Right, and the new belief system can only happen if you have perspective or you have opportunities. But you can't create a new belief system if you're stuck in he That's needs right. to change, she needs to change, it, it or things need to change. Yeah, the the opportunity you. happens the moment that you have enough pain. You look at yourself in the mirror and you take a hundred percent ownership. Said, okay, yeah. I got myself into this. Yeah, and like, all right, nobody's gonna help me. Like I tell my guys, like nobody's <laughs> coming to fucking help you. Yeah. The government's not coming yeah. to help you. Why was I come to help you? You need to help yourself. And the moment that you make the decision that nobody's coming to help you, then you have to participate in your own salvation. Right. And the moment you participate in your salvation, then at that place, your job is to create options. So now the third step to change is now you get to work. Mm. The third is, okay, it's not about perfect work. It's not about having the perfect strategy. It's just doing something. Right. So when, when that process is happening, I love, you know, like... I think when we're stuck, right, when we're stuck in this energy of like comfort or whatever you want to call it, then we don't ask um, positive, empowering questions to ourselves or to our partner. And I think one of the things that that my mentality, I guess, changes when I started to ask this, uh, you know, empowering questions. So one of them could be like, you know, what part what part of me needs more love? What parts of me needs more attention or more power or more courage? And when you ask those questions, like, oh, this little part of me needs more of this, more courage, more love or whatever it is. And then it's like, okay, what is this lesson? What is this person? What is this situation trying to teach me? And then you get that lesson and it's like, okay, what can I do now? What can I do right now either to nourish my soul? What can I do right now to get me to a little bit closer to this next stage in my life and it's all up to expectations and the vision that you created in your life right right and uh i was talking to alejandro my son i was driving to school this week and uh, he's he's finishing up school year right yeah and now he's been having a hard time this past week finishing up a book report oh jesus and his book report is taking him a week to finish his book report yeah and the last week he's been procrastinating procrastinating and i I had a conversation the other day with him i said like what's what's going on what what's what's happening And he said, I don't know, I'm just stuck. I'm stuck. And you know, I <laughs> yeah. said, and I said to him, What's the worst thing that could happen? Like right now, if you had an F, he goes, Will you fail your class? I says, No, I, w- I wouldn't fail my class. I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't fail. Like I, I will pass. Because he's still uh, doing good in his classes. He's still doing good in his classes. Yeah. He's not he's not gonna repeat the year. It will affect him. But mm-hmm. it, so I, I what I was telling him is like there is not enough pain yeah. associated with your action with him not finishing his because there is there is pleasure in not doing it rather than pleasure in finishing it and i think Uh when we look at how human beings were driven and i was like drilled is we're driven by pain and uh, and not by pleasure because if we were driven by pleasure every single one of us would be in the best shape we have the uh, the best relationships we'll have money in the bank because that's pleasure world right yes but why is it that we don't is because we are not driven by pleasure we're driven mostly by pain, by pain. Yes. so as we associate pleasure in the procrastination we associate mm-hmm. pleasure in not doing the work yeah so i told him i said you need to cre- create a new framework 
that you actually associate like pain like imagine gonna you're gonna fail, fail if you don't yeah, if you don't do this that. you're gonna fail your class if you don't re do the report because if you let if you put your guard down and you allow this to happen then the next time your mind is gonna make it okay for you not to hand the next project mm. or make it okay for you to have a, a, a bad grade same same thing in a relationship same thing in our, in our business everything cr is created by a thought by a belief and it's created by a habit Yes. So a thought becomes a belief, the belief becomes a habit, and when you take action. So what, how do you create change? The first is you have you enough pain, so you can have an opening or an opportunity for you to see what's possible. Mm -hmm. Then the second is you have a new belief system, you, you, you create a new belief system, you put a belief system, a, an opportunity for you to start seeing what's possible. And the third, you actually take action based on that belief system and you get feedback. It's not perfect action, it's just feedback that continues to to come right. back so now let me just ask you a quick question something that that's so true for this um somebody made a comment on it and it says like as far as timing how long is an appropriate amount of time to wait for your partner to move towards change like the timing you know for some people it's like okay how long am i going to wait for for this so it's different scenarios because if you are growing right like i know for you like you were growing at such a rapid speed that but that's because the type of person that you are like you are always moving a hundred miles an hour and i know that we've talked about this before and i've i've shared that that i thought that i had to move at the same speed that you mm, were moving yeah. And it actually brought pain to my body. It brought pain to our relationship because then I feel like I am less than, I'm not doing enough, I am not enough. Yep. So in sense of like that timing, I don't know how to answer that, but the fact that everybody's timing is different in, in the way that you grow. Now timing in the sense of like, how long are we gonna wait for change to happen? What would you say in regards to that? So, what was the question again? Repeat the question, uh, guys. It's okay. Don't um, don't try to. We have a malfunction here with a with a <laughs> camera. So they okay. So this this one says, how do I help? How how do you help your partner get past the refusal of change? And as far as timing, how long is an appropriate amount of time to wait for your partner to move toward change? Okay, so it's, it's, it's directed directed to the partner. So the, the person is waiting for the partner to change. Yes. Um, I, I will say for, for men and women are different. Um, for me, uh, I thought the change was going to be immediate, right? It, just like <laughs> if you look at my client oh, at the beginning, God. right? You yeah, thought he, the change for me was going to be immediate? Of course, immediate? because in our minds, like, okay, if I could change, if I could shift, then it's just a matter of time that she could shift, that she could change, right? Got it. So Got look it. at the, the, the thought pattern for my client when he had a problem, I, a man wants to fix the problem. So the idea for us, change for us means solving a problem. And and you're gonna get the solution right away. Because if we don't get the solution right away, that means we're doing something wrong. Okay. That means that we're not enough. Got that it. That means that we're not doing things that, the right way. Got it, got it, got it. Yes, and if you are willing to be, like if you've been in the relationship already, Right. Like I feel like, okay, we've been in our relationship 20 plus years, even if I had to wait. And this is everybody's perspective is totally different, but this is my perspective. Even if I have to wait for you for another 10 years to change. I see, but you didn't know that. You see what I'm saying? Like now looking back, you said, okay, I'll wait for 10 years, but you didn't know that. So then it's a great question. How did like, you know, looking back, you didn't know how this was going to play out. I, I didn't, but I think I, 
I mean, I could give myself another 10 years. Whoops, that's way too close. I could give myself another 10 years and, and hope and pray that you will you will change. Like, what if in 10 years but you a, didn't, But that's right? a really valid question. Because yeah, I, it is. I think about, I think about like, what, because you, you started, to, it took me five years for me to kind of help you, like, find your path. And the moment that you find your path is when I actually stopped trying to change you. Right. You know, if I look at I've been the personal development over the past, you know, decade. Right. And the last five years, you've kind of taken the the road of personal development. But I I I I never put a time in. The, the reality is, I never said I'm going to give her a year. I'm going to give her ten years. I think because you would have been frustrated. I, I think with the me. frustration comes in when we actually put Set a, a time. time frame, or like if he doesn't change, if she doesn't change, this amount is the expectations, right? Right. What I started to focus in is okay. I'm going to do me. I'm gonna start focusing on how I'm changing, and eventually, I know two things will happen: either, you know, we grow. You're going or, to repel or, me or, or attract yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Either you attract or you repel. Yes. So I think that the person will have to start analyzing. Okay, how, what's the love that's keeping you guys together? What is the glue that makes you want to say, "Okay, I'm, I'm I wear a whole lifetime, right?" Could you still love the person? Could you still love the person that you're with? for who he or she is without expecting her to change. Because I think a lot of the times too, like we forget about that. Like we want the person to change and to be something else. But can we remember why we fell in love with the person? Can you still love the person for who or he is? And, and I you think, know, and not I think, having and I think expectations. Here's, here's, here's another, another reality. Like we have this illusion that there's gonna be this happy ending yeah. And this person is gonna automatically turn into this Prince Charming once, or this, once, or this once queen yeah, once yeah. it's done. And I think <laughs> yeah. we have to get off that idea yeah. that there is a destination that all this all of a sudden they're gonna get there. Is fall yes. in love with the journey, fall in love with the process, fall in love on working on it together. And that's that's what changed between you and I. I stopped trying to look at the end goal of one day this is gonna be Vivian or I'm gonna be this. It's like, mm. no, can we fall in love with who we are? The imperfect beings that we are right now right. in the ground. Because here's, the, I've, I've fallen more in love with you when we started working towards getting our shit together than than waiting for us to actually have, because we're never gonna have our shit together. Yeah. The reality is that we are, we, are, we are imperfect human beings. We don't know what the end result is going to be. <laughs> and there's never gonna be an end result because we're and, work in progress all the time. Right, and then I think the frustration really comes when you think like, I wish this person was this way. And even when that person gets to be that way, the way that you think, then you're still not happy with, with that end result. So sometimes it has nothing to do with the person, most of the time, it has nothing to do with the other person, but it has to do with like how you feel about yourself. Because I know there's so many times in our relationship where I thought to myself, and even now, like I think sometimes I lie to myself, I'm like, I had to catch that thought. It's like, I wish he would do this. I wish he would be this person. But then I catch myself and it's like, it has nothing to do with Raul. It has to do with Vivian. Like, 100%. Right? There's, 100%. A, there's a part of me that I wish that I could show up in a different way. And then that's when I catch myself. And there's so many times, babe, where I think like, I wish Raul could do this. or I wish he could be this way. And you're not. But I'm not, I'm, I'm projecting what I need to do. We're all projecting. Do. We're all projecting. And that, that's yeah. the key about relationship. I, I and said I this, still do that. I, I, I said this yesterday in your, in your mastermind call, in your, in your Queen's Corner call. <laughs> Like we are expecting our partner to be our better half. 
right? We're expecting another another right. person to complete us, right? And I've said this before, the moment that you take responsibility and you become your yes. own whole person yes. and you attract another whole person, then both of you could do magic. But right. until you become whole, you're always gonna be attracting a better half to try to complete you, right? So in the projection, the reality is, stop waiting for somebody to, to you're not responsible you. for somebody else to, to complete happiness, you. no, and you're only true. responsible for your own happiness. The moment that you're happy, that's the right. game changes. So then you work, I think if you get anything out of this, and thank you for the questions, that was a great question. If you get anything out of this is the minute that we start to love the process and to love who you are becoming in the process and evolving into being this whole person and not waiting for the other person to be whole so you are half so we could be a whole, but you become your own person and continue to love the person for he or for he or she is, then that's that is the like the secret sauce of our marriage. Because really there's been many times where I wanted to change you. But then I realized like I cannot change you. Let me just use that energy to change myself. And along the way I've continued to love and, and learn to love you. You become more attractive because you're happy with yourself. Yes. <laughs> and that, and that's the whole key. Like, if you want to change your partner, it's impossible to change your partner unless you start becoming more attractive to your partner by you being happy. That's right. If you're a happy person, even if you're with a miserable person, it's just a matter of time that that person will be like, fuck, like, I want to be as happy as you are. Or, or I want to get away from or, you because you're or too you're happy. Not, you're either going to repel or you're going to attract. That's, that's right. it. There is no, that's right. like, change is happening it's every cause, single time. It's cause and effect. That's always going to happen. It's The, the only thing that's, that, that you have to ask yourself is, is the change that I'm going through is going to help me get to where I want or is the change that I'm going through going to take me away from where I want? That's, that's it. Because right. we're all that's changing. Right. That's right. There's always going to be pain. I you're either that. sedating the pain or you avoiding the pain or you're facing the pain and do something about it. Yes, yes, the yes. The second yes. is there's always stories. You either believe the stories that you've been conditioned, you either believe your stories from your parents and how life should be, or you create perspective. You find perspective mm -hmm. to have a better story. Yeah. And then you're either taking action and getting the feedback and adapting and adjusting to what's going on, or you're stagnant and, and you're waiting for somebody else to complete you and to fulfill you. But yes. that's that's the the whole game of change. We're always changing. It's up to you to make the change that you want your partner to, to to be part of. Yes. And like we said yesterday, I will add to this. It's not easy. It's simple. If we continue to do things repetitive, persistently, and lovingly. Is a is a infinite game. That's right. It never ends. That's right. It never ends. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to us. Yeah, thank, sure you, that, thank you for the questions. Make thank sure you, you continue to send us the yeah. questions. Yeah. Follow us Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Follow us everywhere except for our bedroom so we keep it private. Yes. Learn it, live it, live experience, experience it. it. Love, Love life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.